You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, everybody has exited, so that means we begin. Al, how you be? Hi there, Jerry. I was just thinking yesterday, like, what kind of society we are in. I know a lot of times you say, like, people suck and all this stuff. So yesterday I went to and had a meeting with a financial advisor's. Wow! Look at you. I actually met with Eddie's financial advisors. <laughs> well, he gave you the dry—he gave you the drywall guy, or you gave him the drywall guy. I gave him the drywall so you're guy. You're taking uh, contractor Maybe guy. You and Eddie should move in together. And then Eddie gave me the financial guys, there and you we. Go. And then I gave Eddie my urologist. Oh God! So uh, Eddie and I, you know, you, you like recommendations. You do like recommendations. But I realized what kind of world we are living in when I was sitting there and the guys were, were you know, I told them, you know, what well, I want to retire at this yeah. age. What do I need? All this stuff. Just trying to plan things out. But we're in such a world that we don't trust anything or anyone. And I, I'm, I'm going to work with these guys. Mm-hmm. But while I'm talking to them, certainly in the back of my head is like, are these guys ripping me off? Are these <laughs> guys, you know what I mean? Like, it's just For their fees. Like, for whatever, like the yeah. fact that they have your info, the this, like, why do humans want to rip off other human beings? Because it's an easy way to line their pockets. But it's such a mean way of life. Yeah, it is, and a lot of people murder their way through life. Yeah, like and the, rape people through life. Yeah, like the fact that I have to think. Yeah, that you can't just go talk to somebody who goes, "I'm in the financial business. You make money, I make money. This is how we do it." Did the fact that you can't. Like, we just don't trust anybody. Anybody. You want to hire a contractor? Don't trust that they're going to show back up after they take your deposit. Yeah. That's Which why, is why the recommendations are yes. so important. Right. Like, Eddie, here's a guy I know and trust that does contracting. Eddie says, here's a guy I know and trust yes. that does financial planning. Yep. That's how you got to get everybody. That's also how people hire in a lot of cases. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of word of mouth. Yeah, the degree's important, but... You need to know people that are going to go to bat for you. And right. And you better not screw them because right. then your word looks horrible. It's But that is that is the world we're living in. Yes, sadly. It's awful. I do think we're in a slightly better spot with public reviews of places unlike yeah, Google. It, helps. Yeah. it does help. It, I think it does keep a business honest. 
because you don't want a bunch of bad reviews. So I so two years ago, you remember, I had to redo the deck in my house a lot sooner than I was anticipating because I basically stepped through a deck plank. Um, and we, you know, ended up with a Trex deck and everything, and I was looking for a contractor to do it. And if you remember, the reason I picked the guys I picked, and it was first just for the estimate. I didn't hire them on the spot, was because of the reviews. And, you know, a lot of people see a couple of bad reviews, and sometimes there might be 90 great ones. You see two yeah. bad ones, and you're scared off. The one bad one that I read, he fired right back with proof that you're not going to make me look like a bad guy. We do the work we tell you we're going to do, and you're doing something to try and get a discount. And I love that. I thought I like the fact that he fought back. Yes. And then when I met him, and then when they came over, and then they showed up on time, and they did. I couldn't wait to write a review right. for them. So, yeah, it's important. It is. It's important. Yeah, I feel like I write reviews when I have a really bad experience or a really good experience. I don't do the really bad experience yeah. depending upon why it was bad. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't want to ruin someone's business either. Correct. But, like I could, I told you, the people, the Verizon thing, I, I, I was close. I was close to writing a review, and then I decided... Maybe the dude was having a bad day and he was being an ass face. It's fine. Leave it alone. I'm never going to do business with him again. It's, it's whatever. But sometimes you feel like that you really need to. Yeah. I think what I've started doing on bad for bad experiences is I write to the company themselves first. Okay. See what type of response I get. If they're douchey then and they gave you a bad experience, then maybe you... You know, the reviews do help steer people in another direction. Yeah, they do. You have, and or in a good spot like you did with your decking company, the reviews helped you get there. Yeah. I'm with you. When I, when somebody bad mouths a business and the business fires back with proof and stuff, I love that. I do too. I love it. Because it's kind of like sports talk radio. There's no accountability. <laughs> you put something <laughs> right. out there online. These people suck. They didn't. Well, well, hold on a second. That's only one side. And if the other people don't fight back it's a like, oof maybe it's true you fight back and then you sh- you're showing us why i like it i saw one where it was like the people wrote that to trash this company and the company wrote i have no record of like when did you come in here i have no rec- we have no records of it are you sure this is my business yeah you know what i mean and imagine you're getting attacked on your business's google review profile for not your business yeah very easy for it to happen oh my gosh very easy it's kind of like what i told you so I had a guy, I'm not going to get into the details of it, but someone was furious with last year's, this is recent, was furious with last year's calendar <laughs> because he turned to a month he did not like. Oh. And wrote me this very long email, I want my money back. What am I going to do? Okay. <laughs> so all I said to him was, I said, listen, I didn't even respond to what he was complaining about. I just said, I wrote back, no problem. Do you want the full amount back? Or are we keeping the donation part? Because there's a good percentage that goes went to the Boomer Esiason Foundation. And he wrote back, I appreciate you getting back to me so promptly. He goes, please, the donation part is all good. Just give me the rest. No problem. I wrote him a checkout and I sent it. But I could have been like, dude, it's September. Right. You've had this calendar for nine months. Now you want your money yeah, back? You got to prorate that, Jerry. But I no, I didn't. I just, you know what? Just. Because I don't want him bashing me. I what right. did I do? Right. You know. Yes. Just because he it's... didn't like a photo, like wow. Yeah. Like and and that by the way, that's what it was. It was a photo he didn't he didn't like. A photo. Like I offended him. Like 
Okay. Sorry. Not one of the sayings, a nope. photo itself. It a photo. I thought you take pretty uh, normal photos. Yeah, nonsense, but whatever. Total nonsense, Jerry. Yep. Hmm. I also see that iPhone is coming out with another iPhone. Why not? The, uh, the iPhone 15. Yeah. I'm sure they have the 18 developed already. But, and I was looking like, I don't, I do not get every new iPhone. Mm-hmm. I went from an iPhone 8 to a 14. Okay. Which is what I have now. Yeah. No, a 13. I went mm-hmm. from the 8 to the 13. Okay. And the one thing that they seem to uh, improve on is the camera. Mm-hmm. So this one is going to be 14, 48, 48 megapixel. The one I have now is a 12 megapixel. Okay. But you know it's still going to, when you, the worst thing, like when you go to a concert and you try to take a picture, they come out terrible. Maybe 48 megapixels will not come out so terrible. Right. Is that the key? I don't know. The 48 megapixels? I don't know because all pictures I take, if they're in focus, they look good. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, now, I don't know. It's great when you take a, your, your, the phones to take great pictures in nice daylight. In conditions. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a nice sunny day out there, Jerry. Mm-hmm. But you go to a concert, your, your eyes focus so it appears you're closer. But when you're 20 rows from the stage. Yeah. You take a picture, it looks like four ants. Right. Because it's dark. Yeah. Then there's, not only is it dark, but then there's super bright lights throwing off the rods and cones of your camera. Yeah, for sure. There was a woman at the pink concert, and I told you where we were sitting. We were like to the, I would say the front corner of the stage, not the back one, but the front corner of the stage. Yeah. And we were in like the second level. Of the baseball stadium. So it was a pretty good shot, but no, we weren't that close. But we were also weren't by home plate where you were a mile away from her. Yeah. And there was someone, and it wasn't, it was not Samsung and it wasn't an iPhone. And the person was so drunk, I can't even understand what the hell she said. Kim knew what it was. I'm, I'm forgetting what kind though, but it was a phone. But the, the zoom on the camera on the phone was ridiculous. And I, I asked her, like, you know, what kind is that? <laughs> what? Like, and she was spitting on me. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm good. Kim said she heard of it. I don't know if she did or not. I think she... there's a Google phone. Like Maybe Google that's what it was. Pixel. Maybe. That was supposed to have, like, a crazy camera on it. Maybe that's it. Because yeah. I was watching her take the picture. I'm like, God, that looks phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I got a picture of pink, and it looks like just a person on stage. She got a picture of pink. Yeah, you know what's even weirder is when I'm at a show, and I see someone taking a picture, and they have the same phone I have. And it looks crystal clear on their screen. <laughs> and I bring mine up. I'm like, this looks nothing like what this is. That of is that a camera app they're using? Like, uh, could be. That's the other thing. You ever go in the app store and look at cam? There's a million different camera apps where it's like this takes better picture. But but how it's the same right? It's the the hard same hardware. hardware. Yes. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. No I don't idea. get that either. No idea. So. I will not be purchasing the new iPhone, Jerry. You're not going to get online at 2 o'clock in the morning? I will not be getting online. I will not be trading in. I like to get my money's worth with my phone. Yeah. They cost enough. They do cost enough. A lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, It's funny you say that. So the phones have been very expensive. My boys are playing golf now, as you know. Matter of fact, I'm going today again. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I've gone. I've played I've played more in the last month than I've played, no joke, in the last five years. You'll play 18 holes or nine? Uh, depends on time and how much homework Joseph has. Do you ever play a, a, a number other than nine or 18? Yes. We played, me, the three of us played 14 holes last week. And it was only because uh, Matthew had to go to work and had to be home. So we played as much as we could until yeah. the time we had. 
but that's you know whatever. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go today. Point is, I they both have starter clubs. John, Matthew's got a full set, but they're starter clubs. They're fine. They're okay. But Joseph has like Joseph's my height now, and he's using junior clubs that are small. Like I need to get him clubs. So I took him to Dick's Sporting Goods on Saturday or whatever. It was Friday night. I saw CeeLo there. Maybe it was Friday night. You saw CeeLo randomly at Dick's Sporting Goods? Yeah, well, he lives by there. So if someone was in there. Susie was in there. We took a picture, and she was so excited when I said CeeLo's outside. Did you get a photo with you and CeeLo? No, because he was leaving. I walked in. She saw me. Stopped me. I'm like, oh, CeeLo's outside. I don't know if she went and found him. I don't know. (laughs) Funny, though. Anyway, so. We went to Dick's, and part of that was, I figured, all right, we're getting towards October. I guess we're thinking about Christmas. I'm like, we're going to get them golf. We'll get them a set of real clubs for Christmas. So easy. We know what we're doing. Fantastic. I love uh, oh. knowing a Christmas gift that early in the season. Tremend- oh, oh Like, we already know. Matthew's getting a new driver for his birthday and irons for Christmas. Awesome. <laughs> so we went in. Now, the last time I bought new clubs, no joke, and this goes to show how little I've played, I want to say I bought my Callaway irons. And my wood and the driver and everything. I want to say was 2012. So I've had these for a long time, but they're like still brand new because I never play. So I'm like, all right. I remember I got them for 400 bucks, like 380 or something. So we go into Dick's. What do you think a set? Now, mine was the driver, the three wood, and all the irons. What do you think a set of good irons cost these days? Mm. And I know you're not a golfer. Yeah. But I'm trying to give you perspective. 10 years ago, not 100 years ago. 550. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was I told Kim we're probably talking like 600 bucks for a decent set. Al, the clubs were $1000 for just irons. I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And I brought him because I wanted to show him. I wanted to see if there's anything he was interested in and I had him pick up a couple and hard because he's lefty and most of the clubs were righty, but still I'm like, "Uh, how much?" And I talked to the guy. I'm like, are these all like $1,000? He goes, well, no. He goes, these new calories are $1,400. i am like, whoa. I'm like, no, no. I mean, I'm going the other Damn. way. And then he did show me some beginner sets that are in the five. But they're like brands I never heard of. I'm like, I'm not spending $1,000 on irons. I No chance. And how much is a good driver? 500 Just for the driver. Yeah. I'm, I walked out of there. Like, we started this podcast. What world are we living in? It's like money is like. Bread. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Everything's very pricey, Jerry. Like, think about this, Al. $1,000 for a gift for one set of irons is like someone who makes $85,000 a year and burning an entire after-tax paycheck. That's nuts. Yeah. Oh. Right. for And that's for a week, by the way. Not two weeks. I mean, what? Yeah, for a partial set of clubs. Right. It you doesn't even include to get the, the driver and the three wood or the putter. Oh, that probably gives you a crappy putter, but they do, right? So you got to buy a specialty driver, a specialty putter. Depends on the set you. You can buy a set that's got everything in yeah. it. Yeah. Like Matthew's got a, like a cheap top flight set. They're perfect. They were a couple hundred bucks, three hundred dollars. He's got all the clubs. He's just learning how to play, so it's fine. But Joseph, it needs clubs just because they're too short for him now. So I, I got to get him new clubs. But I am not spending $800 on irons. I like that you're already thinking about Christmas gifts. That's the way to do it, Jerry. Only because Matthew's birthday is coming in, coming up in October. So we're trying to figure out what do we do now and then. then and I'm like, well, Joseph's easy. We got to get him the clubs. 
But now I'm like, I, I don't know. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of cash. It's a lot of money. You got to get the family to do the chip in. No. I don't we used do to do I the do chip. Not, I don't do that. Me and my sisters used to do the chip with certain things. Then we got to a certain age. I was like, I'm not comfortable doing the chip anymore. Feels, 44? <laughs> yeah. Once <laughs> I hit my 40s, Jerry, I was like, this, this just feels uncomfortable. Doing I, think the if, chip. I think if siblings do it for mom and dad, I think that's fine. Yeah, if it's a big item. Even now, it's fine. It is. But as parents... We think I'm going to ask my sister or my brother or my parents, could you chip in on the... No. We're getting uh, Joseph this stuff. Uh, we're no. doing a little chip situation. I, I will handle it. It's fine, but it's just... I don't know. Like, I shake my head. Like, where are we going with this financially? Yeah. Where are we going? It is just bizarre. hmm So, I don't mm-hmm. know. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Saw something very strange online yesterday. You know, I follow these uh, food people online. I follow people that are like Mm -hmm. healthy food ingredients. Yeah. This is what I look for. So... All of these people are against the seed oils. We, mm-hmm. you know, Eddie mocks me for that, but they're all against seed oil. So when you're cooking, they like you to cook, you know, with regular butter or with olive oil. Is coconut oil a good one? Coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil. Okay. Those are the only acceptable ones to these people. Right. Plus regular butter or like a beef tallow. Okay. Which is what uh, McDonald's used to use to make their French fries in until right. they decided they were going to go to cheaper seed Mm -hmm. oils so i see a lot of people with the beef tallow as well all good i saw the most ridiculous thing yesterday a guy pushing and you can buy this in jars where you can get this i'm not sure i haven't seen it in the stores but i haven't looked camel hump fat yeah this guy's like uh i'm making some grass-fed beef and i'm gonna be cooking this in camel hump fat it's got all these nutrients. I was like, I, I'm sorry. I, You're uh, out on that? have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> and camel hump fat is what? where I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean, that sounds so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, so are we chopping these? Like, uh, where are we getting? Like, what is it? Like, I know for beef, I know we have a whole industry, Jerry, where we raise cows. Yes. We get milk from them. We get meat from them. We move on. I am not aware of a situation where we're doing that with camels. So are you telling me that they're chopping off camel humps and there's a bunch of humpless camels walking around the Middle East, Jerry, or wherever camels live? I don't know. I'm seeing if Amazon sells it. Camel hump fat. It sure does. They do. It sure does. What's a jar cost me? $15. (laughs) I haven't even tried beef tallow yet. Uh, This one... Desert Farms Grass-Fed Camel Ghee Butter, $35. You can have it tonight if you'd like. For $35. Yeah. Just a nice... They only, there's only literally... There's only one brand on here. Yeah. And it is the Desert Farms. Mm-hmm. Uh, 200 plus have been bought in the last month. Wow, this guy must be influential who I saw doing this. 
Desert Farm Butter, Keto, Pasture Raised, Non GMO, Lactose Free, <laughs> Certified wow. Paleo Clarified Butter. Wow. Organic Grass Fed Ghee Butter is what it's called. But it's from camels. It's raw ghee. From, uh, so this one is camel milk, raw ghee. Camel milk. So you can milk a camel as well? I don't this, know, Greg. Can you milk me? Because <laughs> this I'm talking about is the camel hump. All right, so the, all right, so now the same place. Real organic cooking camel hump fat. Yeah, that's it. Paleo and keto certified. Uh, quickly melting use for fry. High smoke point. 31 fatty acids and gluten-free. Oh, yeah. Made in the USA. Oh, finally we're making something here, Jerry. Where are camels in the USA? I don't know. So I'm not so sure about this now. I'm not so sure about it either. And that's what I'm asking. Like, does once you take a camel's hump, that's not growing back. It's it's is a, it? I don't think so. It supports healthy joints, brain function, and bone support. Hmm. It looks disgusting. It does look disgusting. Fifteen dollars for fourteen ounces, and there's a video with the camels that are walking around. Unless they don't chop off the camel's hump and they go in there with like a big needle and suck it out, and then how do you get Camel hump fat. <laughs> Let's see. Good question, Jerry. Uh, how do they... First thing that comes up, how do they get it? Yeah. Because uh, maybe they just suck it out with an injection, and then oh. the camel's body grows back more hump fat. This can't be real. That's what I hope. This has got to be wrong. Because I don't want to be chopping off camel humps. Yeah. It says, then the camel goes completely limp and flop, o- <laughs> flop over on the side. Yeah. Uh, now, since we know that fat is what makes up the hump instead of water, they got... Uh, Right, we used to think water, that those camel homes were filled with water because they uh, were walking around in the desert. We thought that's where they were storing water in their bodies. Okay, this is bizarre. But now it's camel hump fat, and we need it. Yeah, okay. Boy, animals must be just like, could you leave us alone? Yeah, you think? You're taking our milk, you're stealing our eggs. And now we're eating camels. We're taking the humps (laughs) off of camels. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. And you can't eat romaine lettuce. Right, because that (laughs) will have fecal matter in it. I mean, the animals at some point have got to be like, what are you humans doing to us? And why? I see you're leaving dogs and cats alone. (laughs) Only in certain countries. (laughs) Yeah, in this one. But, like, how do we get into the dog and cat category? I I agree. They want to be domesticated. Because it's weird if you go to a restaurant. And some of the bougier, weirder restaurants. Weird things. Yeah, on. like um, rabbit. Ostrich eggs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I even know. saw in Whole Foods, they have duck eggs. Like, I, and again, I'm eating chicken eggs, so, but we're used to that. But I can't imagine eating a duck egg. I guess if you didn't know what it was and it was served to you and you ate it, you might like it. It's more a matter of getting past knowing what it is. Yeah. You know, you grow up. Eating stuff that your parents give you before you really can form a thought. Yes. It's just a matter of what your taste buds tell you. Yes. Maybe you grew up in a family that ate grasshopper legs. Uh, who knows? I, I don't know. Or frog's legs. I mean, everything you do really does start in the home at a young age. Right, and whatever your culture is growing yeah. up in your country. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It just doesn't seem like in the 1970s I could have went to the store and got camel hump fat. I feel like that's a new thing. I don't thing. think in the year 2010 you could have gone right. to the store and gotten camel Right, because we're fat. 13 years from then. We're progressing rapidly, yeah. even in the nutrition area now. Uh, camel foot toe fungus. At some point they're going to tell us grilled chicken is bad for us. Yes. You know that's coming. Oh, yeah. So. Well, they'll already tell you that the 
if you don't get organic pasture raised chicken, then I the know. chicken's bad for you. I, I get, listen, I, again, I can't go zero to 100. I got to get to the 35 mile an hour speed limit first. Yeah. Let me know when you get to camel hump fat. That's going to be start, when I get to 130. And you start, <laughs> when you start getting it to 130, what? Miles an hour. Oh. Right now, I'm sitting in the 25 mile an hour okay. range. So we can't expect you to camel hump fat. No, I'm I'm still good with the Greek yogurt and uh, nice things of that nature. Yeah, I might maybe one day I'll if I see it in the store I'll get it and do a so video. On Amazon. You'll have it tomorrow. Camel, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's 14 bucks, and it's going to just be sitting on my hot porch until I get it. It's going to be in some warehouse. This uh, camel hump fat. Well, what do you think when you go to the store? How do you think? Yeah, I never do think, you think about it's that. like I dream of genie and it's right there. Yeah, I always think like like things that need to be frozen or refrigerated are always frozen, and they're not. You know how many times? Not. You know how many times people? The liquor store is funny back in the day because people would come in and they would say, um, "Need a case of Coors Light? Yeah, sure, but I need it cold." I'm like, okay, you're gonna have it today? Well, no, 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 because it's gonna go right in the refrigerator. I don't want warm beer that's gonna go cold, or vice versa. I don't want to get it cold because it's gonna go warm. And I used to, I would sit there and think, do you guys understand how many times, you idiot, <laughs> that these cases of beer have gone in a warehouse and have sat there for days and days. Then they're thrown into a cooling refrigerated truck that then come into the store, sometimes ice cold, but we don't have enough storage space in the refrigerator. And guess where we put them? Right out on the floor. <laughs> they go from warm to cold to yeah. warm. Now, I know beer can skunk, no doubt. I'm not saying it can't. But if you idiots had any idea how often that beer goes from room temperature to cold to room temperature to hot, then cold, and then you're sitting there wondering about how you're buying it now, right? you're going to be fine. You're right. And I do think about that sometimes with like chicken and yeah, so do I. Uh, milk. Yes. Because you know, even with the best intentions of a place delivering chicken has a refrigerated mm-hmm. truck, if they got to make deliveries and the refrigerator breaks... It's still going out. Yes, it is. It probably is. Probably is. I'm telling you, I used to work at the supermarket overnight. Oh, yeah. The things I would see there. <laughs> when the overnight shipments would come in. This is a bad one, but it's funny. And it's also 30 years ago now, yes. so who cares? Not even the overnight shipments. So you remember, you could still get like torpedo rolls. <laughs> so if you go to a supermarket and you go to the bakery area and you would have, you know, the little tongs. To, oh, yes. To grab the rolls. Of yeah. The trusting tongs. So we used to have torpedo rolls that after one day would get put into the, the next day you'd get them for half price. Maybe even less. Maybe even less. Maybe you get them for 70% off. We used to have a football toss competition with the torpedo rolls. And if we didn't drop them where they would get, they'd go back in the bin. Yeah. This is the thing. When you work in different places, <laughs> terrible, and you think, like my father worked at the airport, yeah. was, I'm sure he saw some crazy oh, things every day where he'd be like, people saw this, they wouldn't go down on an airplane. Yeah. yeah. No matter what, you know, doctors must, you know, uh, people who work in hospitals must see like crazy things. 100%. You're throwing torpedo rolls around <laughs> and then putting them in the 50% off. And then bin. we were putting them back. Yeah. And by, by 7 a.m. <laughs> when the morning. When the bakery staff would come yeah. in at 5 a.m., whatever was still in the bins, they would put in the plastic things, put the little tie around it, and boom, they would put the little sticker on that 50, 70% off whatever. Meantime, 
<laughs> we just play two-hand touch. Yeah, you'd be like, I just scored a touchdown with that torpedo roll. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't every night, but I, that did happen from time sure. to time. Yeah, we don't think about that. And best no, we don't think about it. You shouldn't think about it. Absolutely. Because if that's the worst we were doing, then we're all right. Right. It's not like, hey, we're taking these torpedo rolls and putting them in our butts. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. No, nothing like that. No, Stop okay, it. good. And even like the frozen food. That frozen food would come out of the would come out of the truck. And if it was delivered at eleven PM, which a lot of that stuff would be delivered between ten and eleven, the guy would take it and they would load it into the back room and then we would go and we would have to set it in place for where it would get put down. You know how many times like ice cream or f- even frozen chicken or anything would sit on the pallet from ten th- in the aisle from ten thirty until you finally got around to that aisle at four AM. Everything's completely defrosted, but you just put it in the freezer and it is what it is. And you think, oh, I'm getting frozen food. I got to hurry and get it home before it defrosts. Yeah. No, no, you're good. It's probably been <laughs> defrosted 17 times already. I appreciate that your store would do most of that stuff in the middle of the night because yeah. I hate going to like Whole Foods or something and they're stocking shelves Horrible. when I'm trying to yes. shop. Horrible. Because it takes up a lot of space. Yes, a lot I, of space. I agree. Every time I go to the supermarket, they're putting bananas out. Every time. Mm. And I'm trying to get it, Jerry. I have to examine my bananas. Not if you go to Dearborn. Perfectly ripe, ready to go. That's good. All the good time. Good for them. Yeah. All right, let's do the warm-up. Get okay. back here tomorrow on a Thursday, Jerry. So...